0: You're listening to a podcast from Jubilee Church, Farnham. To find out more, visit www.jubilee.church. Hi. In 2021, I want us individually and corporately to emerge well from this pandemic. In doing so, I want us to have a fresh revelation of how the risen Jesus wants his church to be his body in this world and how his body is made up of loads of individuals who are being, as it says in 2 Corinthians 3, transformed into his image. For me, being transformed into his image is all about growth and becoming like Jesus and being fruitful and living lives that flourish. In doing so, I believe God's heart is for us in 2021 to emerge well from the pandemic. Only God knows our full potential. And I believe his desire is to guide us towards that best version of ourselves as we emerge from the lockdown well, so that we can embody Jesus well. That's the emphasis for this week. And in that, I wanna encourage you, reminding you that you're not on your own. Your life is not just your project. Your and my life are actually God's project. God thought you up, he thought me up. And he knows what you were intended to be. In fact, in a sense, only he can really see the best version of you. Says this, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2.10. See, God made you and me to grow and flourish. receive life from outside of ourselves creating vitality within ourselves and producing blessing beyond ourselves that's what we're created for flourishing is god's gift and plan to us and i really believe it that is the case for 2021 see flourishing is not measured by outward signs such as income and possessions or how attractive you are that's really good for me instead it means becoming the person God had in mind when He created you. Flourishing means moving towards God's best version of you. And that's what I mean by emerging well from the pandemic. As God helps you grow, you'll change, but you will always be you. An acorn can grow into an oak tree, but it can't become a rose bush. It can be a healthy oak tree or a stunted oak. But it won't be a shrub. you would always be you, a growing, healthier you, or a languishing you. God did not create you to be anybody else. He pre-wired your temperament. Your, he determined your natural gifts, your talents. He made you to feel certain passions, to feel certain desires. He planned your body, your mind. Your uniqueness is God-designed. Some people fall into the trap that they think if they seek to grow spiritually, they will have to become somebody else. But God won't discard your raw material. He just redirects it. Before Paul met Jesus, he was a brilliant, passionate zealot who persecuted people. After he met Jesus, he was a brilliant, passionate zealot who sacrificed himself for people. God used him, or to use our butterfly motif, the imaginal cells take the caterpillar soup and from it form the butterfly. God doesn't make anything and then decide to throw it away. Some years ago, I was profoundly impacted by John Altberg's book called Me. The subtitle is this, the me I want to become, want to be, the me I want to be, becoming God's best version of you. That's the subtitle. And we did a little mini series on it. And I just looked back and revisited the material. And I think it is so relevant for now. So I want to share of, it, share of it over these next few days. In it, he says that when you grow and flourish, you become more you. You become more that person God had in mind when he thought you up you don't just become holier, he says, you become you I love that. As we grow in God, we do change. God wants us to become a new creation, it says, doesn't he? But new doesn't mean completely different. Instead, it's like taking an old piece of furniture that gets restored to its intended beauty. The gubs love the program, the repair shop. It's just like that. People bring in things to be repaired and experts get to work on it. And God does that to us. Just like the imaginal cells, transforming the caterpillar soup into a butterfly. See, God wants to redeem us, not exchange us. If you're a bookish, contemplative type, waiting for God to change you into a wild extrovert who wears lampstands on their head at parties, it's just not going to happen. If he's made you an introvert, he wants to bless that. If he made you an extrovert, he's not going to make you become a recluse. Perhaps it's humbling that I can't actually be anything I want to be. I need to become what God wanted me to be. I have to accept myself as God's gift to me. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I wonder what you'd say if I asked, how is your spiritual life going? especially under the umbrella of emerging well, It's tempting to answer that question by looking at the state of my devotional activities. Did I pray and read the Bible enough today? Have I fasted? Do I tithe my gross or my net salary? These sorts of things. But the problem is that by this sort of measure, the Pharisees always win. People can be very disciplined, but remain proud and spiteful and not get to the heart of the issue. So how do we measure spiritual growth so that the Pharisees don't win? In John Aldberg's book, he says that he asked a wise man this question, how do you assess the well-being of your soul? And the wise man immediately said, I asked myself two questions. Am I growing more easily discouraged these days Second question, am I growing more easily irritated these days? Wow. At the core of flourishing soul are the love of God and the peace of God. He says this, if peace is growing in me, I'm less easily discouraged. If love is growing in me, I'm less easily irritated. Altberg says that was a brilliantly helpful diagnostic to assess the health of our soul. I wonder how would you answer those two questions? I want to do something slightly different this week and have a number of small little messages that end with a question. So I want to leave you now with those questions and encourage you just to pause and reflect on them. See you next time.